wonder if the like people in the United States would recognize like the green uh, marble background of the UN at all. Like, like you know, when you make a speech at the UN, there's like a green marble background. I would not. Yeah, I, I bet like for sure most of the world would recognize it except for the United States and that's funny because it's in the United States like the UN it's the UN building in New York City yeah I'm not at all familiar with this green marble I, I catch yeah. most of uh, what happens in the UN uh, from after after reports written and uh, audio I have never watched a UN speech and I never will you cannot yeah. make me <laughs> no I think I've watched a couple of them Seen. Except for Colin Powell's, right? Yeah, that was that <laughs> was that banger. was just part of the ritual. Yeah, that was a bang, yeah, banger, banger of a speech. Really accurate and stuff. Yellow cake, right? Mm, it's delicious. Tasty. Mm, delicious. Man, did you see they gayed up the Uncle Sam memorial? Oh hell yeah! Made it all gay and black and fe- and f- feminine. Yeah, and like um, civil rights actor activists and things like that. Like uh, they had a whole bunch of like local like let. Uh, uh, Less loudly sung heroes, um, you know, little placards put up there. Yeah. So, like everyone knows, the pergola is the most masculine. Oh, no, it's not a pergola. It's a, uh, it's a pergola. A pagoda. Pagoda. It's a yeah. pagoda. What's the difference? Uh, I don't know. A pergola is like Sound the thing. Sound off in the No. No, a pergola is just like a little arch. No, this is like a... Like a um, no, pergola is a is like a round thingy <laughs> that you get in. Are you kidding me? I'm feel, you're making me feel crazy right now. We're going to have to do some real-time fact-checking yeah. on this. okay. See? This is a pergola. Right. Yeah, no, but that's that's not it. No, it, it's, it's round. What, what is it? What's the... What are you saying? You can't have a round pergola? No. No, they're, they're square. <laughs> gazebo. I'm thinking of a gazebo. But it's not a gazebo. It looks like a gazebo. But... <laughs> <laughs> this is great content. No, look, look at this it. This is look, really good. Look, that, it's a gazebo. It's in a circle. And it's, 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 I think it's technically a octagon. Okay. Well, look, like, here's the thing, you know, like tiny little, oh, we'll just generalize here. Like tiny little, uh, shelters right, where you like, you, you kiss your honey in the park. Mm-hmm. Most masculine forms of construction there is. Yeah. 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 Uh, and that's why you can't make it gay. Uh, so, so, so some guerrilla activists went and painted this very, fairly ugly, Pergurgdula. <laughs> <laughs> and they painted it like the, you know, rainbow colors. And then they put up some plaques of some like local historical figures, including um, a black RPI graduate who invented yeah, a, a Garnet Douglas Baltimore. Oh, right. Yeah, that's it. And he was um, a he's an RPI grad, a civil engineer, and he did the uh, several parks around here and uh, and uh, cemeteries. Yeah, I forgot, I forgot the difference between a cemetery and a graveyard. Oh, Jesus, let's not get into yeah, that. No, I, think no. A gra- I think a graveyard is immediately adjacent to a place of worship. And a cemetery is out on its own. No more real-time fact-checking, I'm sorry. We're no, that, this, this, this one I'm fairly... I mean, like, we live next to a cemetery, and there, we do not live in a church. But you, you guys call a cemetery is a uh, house of worship. Yeah, yeah, we, where you worship Star Trek and cats. <laughs> uh, um... <laughs> Uh, so so yeah they they like celebrated the guy that actually made the fucking park um i think charles now was on was on there uh, uh kate mulaney kate mulaney yeah like people who did things and like helped people and uh uh and 
Carm got mad because it took away focus from like a fake guy that we put on our World War II. Yeah, it it was off brand. Yeah. You know, like Troy is about this one person who may have possibly existed called Uncle Sam. Yeah. So I, 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 who was I explaining this to recently? I think it was Nathan. Yeah, our, yeah. our friend Nathan. Was, he was like, he, he kept seeing all these, he was a friend of ours from out of town, he kept seeing all these um, Uncle Sam statues, because it's, it's fucking dumb shit that we always do. And, uh, and he's like, what? Like, what the hell? What is this? And, and I was like, yeah, it's like a real guy, kind of. His name was Samuel Wilson, and he was like a war profiteer meat packer that had like a, like a, factory here yeah successful it, capitalist yeah yeah and that's that's it <laughs> yeah, yeah he used to live next to where his uh his home used to be but then they uh demoed it and yeah. then after they demoed it like ooh, uh that's probably a place of historical importance for a city that's going to brand itself after this guy forever yeah yeah, yeah. yeah it's good it's i think good, the branding was the bigger problem yeah yeah i'm glad that they got rid of it though like come on we would have had to deal with that shit all the time <laughs> it'd be insufferable yeah, no, but and it's certainly not insufferable now. So that's a good point. Yeah, it would. Yeah, it would be. It would be more <laughs> insufferable. Yeah, right. And all the money that would be going to the Kate Mullaney ha- that Kate Mullaney House or like the Hart Cluett Museum, and like all this other shit that actually does like talks about interesting things. Like they wouldn't get any of that money. It would all go to Sam Wilson's like fucking meat pack house. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, the small group of uh, activists, I guess you could call them. Um, you know, somebody up in the park was like, "Man, look at this piece of shit memorial that is uh, dedicated to this person who basically was fake." Hmm. I bet we could make this thing not look like a you know uh, like peeling, just eyesore. Yeah. And then they went at it, and yeah. without anybody's permission, they uh, you know put up some rainbow colors on the um, the the posts and and put in uh, some nice informative uh, plaques, and uh, the city was like, oh no, within days, we cannot have any of this. <laughs> Do we want to play a little bit of the audio from uh, uh, Council uh, President uh, Carmela Mantello? Oh, do we have audio? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, then let's do that. The Uncle Sam Pavilion was built 12 years ago. It was all white and paid tribute solely to Uncle Sam. Now, according to the Troy Record, the monument was repainted by a group called Guardians of History. Their changes also feature new plaques of civil rights activists like Garnett Baltimore, the first black engineer and graduate of RPI, women's education trailblazers such as Emma Willard, and many others. The goal? To shine more light on lesser-known hitter hidden figures. Now, Troy City Council President Carmela Mantello says she received feedback from Troy residents and other officials, and they say it's not what they did, but how they did it. Mm-hmm. Mm, of course, yeah. I guess some folks um, decided overnight or in a couple days decided to uh, paint it over and put some really colorful colors and yeah, colorful uh, make it pretty colors. and uh, i'm not here certainly to debate um the theme or the colors of what they did to the pavilion <laughs> Carm is but, not here to debate um, colors okay city property and there is a process uh, to do work on city property 
Now, Mantello went on to say that she's open to sit down with guardians of history and other organizations to come up with a plan to honor any history makers in Troy. Now, coming up at five, we will hear from a former Troy mayor who also helped build this pavilion. Detention. Stay tuned. I'm Tiffany Payton, News yeah. Channel 13, coverage you can trust. Mark? We looked for that second segment where you couldn't find oh, it. Oh, damn yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. So, like, I, I think one thing that is worth asking here is why does a city, and, like, it could be any city, but, you know, it's Troy. Uh, why, why, does it, you, why do you have to cover that up immediately? Oh, well, you, you can't give an inch. They'll take a mile. Yeah, it starts out with rainbow colored posters, and then the next thing you know, you have yeah, a whole. They're, they're bombing city floor. Yeah, you got. <laughs> I was going to say you got a Troy version of Chaz going on right, yeah. right down in Monument Square. Yeah, no, I do think it's it, it is because if it's allowed to stand for any significant length of time, it'll encourage others to do the same thing. Whereas if, or at least this is their mindset. Who knows if it's actually you know bears out in reality? But if you get rid of it immediately, then it shows the people who did it that like they can't have any kind of significant or long lasting impact through yeah. these actions. They can't fight city floor. You cannot fight city floor. Don't even try. Yeah. No, I completely agree. It's just, you know, uh, setting up the question for you there. Oh, yeah. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. Tina, Tina, right up. Yeah. Yeah. Tina, right up. That, that's, 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 <laughs> and we knocked it out of the park. <laughs> yeah. If wonderful. I do say so yes. myself. Uh, golf, baseball. <laughs> it was a second. clean sweep. <laughs> yeah. Clean yeah. sweep. Touchdown. You, you know what's almost as dangerous as a LGBTQified pavilion? What? A judge who pulls guns on people in court. <laughs> that was th- that that's no, in the t- that's a top Keep contender for Keep, the one of the worst transitions I've done on this show. Keep it in. That's got to be yeah. that's got to be top top 5. Uh, so there's a- <laughs> judge with a gun sounds like a like a daytime ABC <laughs> like procedural drama. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Judge Dread. Yeah. <laughs> I am the law. Yeah. It would be like played by like William Shatner, like, but today, like, he's half senile, and, and, it's, and it's just, like, half scripted, and they just, like, put people in front of Will Shatner and tell him that he is a real judge, and they give him a, a gun. And, and, and you, they're we like, just, you only just, get to use it twice yeah, this season. Yeah, and you just film what happens. You can, you can threaten people with the gun, but you cannot use the gun. Except Unless for, it is, uh, Except for unquote, season finales. Yeah. yeah, like, courtrooms in this state are, like, some of the most secure physical places you can be as far as, like, firearms uh, checks and stuff like that. Like, you yeah. can't even go into a courtroom with, like, a Leatherman on your hip. Like, right. they, they'll they'll search you. They'll take all that stuff off. And, and then there is, like, four armed guards yes. in the courtroom. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. so this judge was allowed to have this gun. This was right. illegal. He has a legal concealed carry permit and he was legally allowed to bring it in. He actually kept it mag- on a, like magnetized to the bottom of his bench. What? Yeah. This um, guy gets just hard ready every for time action. he touches it. Oh my god, yeah. He's rubbing one out under there. Just, oh just justice and freedom. But uh, he had been, he actually, this happened like ages ago. This happened like um, in 2015, and a as he described him, big black guy. He said he was six foot nine. Actually, this what? guy was six foot, and he was like 160 pounds. I outweigh this guy. Yeah. Um, <laughs> he was six nine. He, the, he, the judge he said he that he six, was six nine. He, the, the judge is on like a the yeah. bet, right. Like he's he's 
above everyone, like, but then from the architecture of the room. Yeah, he and he's still. <laughs> all right, well, fine. the guy rushed the bench, according to him. Yeah. Now he all 160 has, pounds. Of he bench. has since admitted that. Uh, he was not in any danger, and no. it was not appropriate for him to pull this gun. But he had been bragging to people about it for years, and it's only recently that he got kicked off the bench for this. Does he, he still have a, a concealed carry permit? Is oh, that's it, a good question. I don't I, know. He probably shouldn't. He probably should. <laughs> yeah. yeah, if you're pu- just pulling your gun on people, I think that you should At probably work. have your concealed carry. And your work is a courtroom? Yeah. 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 No. It's pretty, pretty bad. Especially, um, I mean, you got that hammer right next to you. Right. Like if yeah. It, if you if you needed to defend yourself, you've got the gavel. Yeah. Right. And you those know? things can and do some serious law. damage. <laughs> and, the law. and the law is on your side. Yeah. I, bailiffs. Yeah. Bailiffs. Uh, yeah. Like everyone outside checking everyone's bags. Uh, yeah. I, I. I just framing this as like a guy pulled a gun on someone at work. Like that's yeah. End yeah. of story. Right. Like, yeah. <laughs> I don't really feel like that should you should really think about it much further than that. If you want to keep the fantasy that, like, we're all equal under the law. But David, right? he was a large black man. I yeah. don't know if you're taking that into account when yeah. you when you he say that. He was seven feet tall. He was 18 <laughs> feet tall. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, so I the, heard motherfucker had, like, 28 dicks. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, sorry. <laughs> Oh, God, just the way he described it, too, is, like, a big black man who was agitated, like... He was built like a football player. He's, yeah, he was built like a football player. Oh, man. You could see that he was revving up to do a, a racial hate crime against white people. Like, you could see it happening. <laughs> he, he was he was hulking out. So, so is this guy now, you know, banned from being a judge? Like... Or is he still uh, toting that that thing? I mean, he's been kicked off the bench. I don't know if he can go become a judge somewhere else. This is an elected position, I imagine. So, you know, I'm sure if he can get elected somewhere else, then he could probably be a judge. Why did it take so long? I don't know. Um, I think it was just like he bragged about it in the wrong fucking... He bragged about it in the wrong place. Um, this really just sounds like something where, like, this guy's insufferable and just enough powerful people were like I'm, I'm fucking done with this guy i'm tired of hearing this story the guy gets the guy gets taller every time he tells it the guy gets like taller bigger blacker every time he says it uh and like i and like he keeps leaving the gun under the bench so when the next judge comes in they, they get scared they get poked by the gun like, they're like so, is that a gun fu- in your pocket yeah. or are you just rock hard right now yeah. so the, it's it, both Basically, the Commission on Judicial Conduct just said that they were troubled by the judge's repeated description of Mr. Wood's race. Okay. Yeah. That, because that, he that, never that... told this story without saying that he was a big black man. Wow. <sighs> Which clearly is, uh, to him, relevant if you're going to understand his actions. Well, you know who else uh, <laughs> doesn't care about people's race? No. Wait. Actually, they do. Uh, police officers. There have been a lot of cops acting bad stories in the last yes. like week. My my mom sent uh, sent me too late. She was too late on on the, on the trigger of uh, the share button on uh, the cops that put someone in their cop car, and then uh, uh, it got hit by a train. I was showing you this last what? night. Though. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. showed you showed it to me, and then my mom sent it to me later, and I had to tell her, "No, old news. I don't give a shit." I said that to my mother. <laughs> So this story yeah. is very fucked up. Yeah. They pulled over this woman. She's a 20-year-old TSA agent. 
Um, she seems very confused through the entire interaction. TSA they, agent's basically a cop, right? Like, I mean, mm, yeah. Eh, mm. Okay. They're, they, they pull her over. According to the cop, it took her a very long time to pull over. Now, it's worth noting that, like, when you're a small person, especially a woman, like, it's very often that women get very afraid when there's a cop trying to pull them over. Because one of your first thoughts is, like, is this really a cop? It happens all the time that, you know, just any fucking Yahoo with, with you know, red and blue flashers will try to pull people over. And then you think, oh, shit, what if this really what is a cop? What if this is a cop? Yeah. Fuck. So, so she does pull over. When she does, they're like doing their, you know, barking commands at her. Put both your hands out the window. Put your left hand out. Shake it all around. Get it backwards, forwards. Sit if down. If you make a single mistake, I will kill you. This particular individual did not do the hokey pokey. And she's like a tiny woman who's clearly not armed. Um. So anyway, when the cops pulled her over, they parked on railroad tracks. What? Yeah. Yeah. And... They uh, arrest her. They put her in the back of the car. She keeps asking the whole time, like, what's going on? What is going what, on? What, what is this about? What did like, I do? Like, very calmly and quietly. Yeah. She's like, just I confused. don't understand what's happening. Like, she just yeah. literally sounds like, what, what is happening? I don't, what did I do? And she does, she's not fucked up. She doesn't seem, like, drunk or high or anything. They get her in the car. She keeps the, asking for her cell phone. She wants her cell phone, yeah. They won't give it to her. Obviously. They won't give her her cell phone. It's also hard to use a cell phone when you're, you're handcuffed behind your back, so I'm not sure exactly what her plan was. But Well, she was recording them. Yeah, oh, right, yeah. That's true. What I yeah. think. I think yeah. she was recording she them. She wanted the audio, at least. And so then they go, and they're searching her car, and they're looking for a gun. And they're not finding anything. They're not finding anything. They find, like, a holster, but that's it. And, and, and one cop says to the other, like, um, it did... Is it possible that they threw it out while they were driving? Like, yeah, did she throw something, she out, throw the something out the window? And he goes, oh, I, it, he could have, or she could have. Is it was? It took a long time to pull over. Like, like, they, they, like, he's, like, like they're just trying to come up with in something. His answer, yeah. yeah, they're just trying to come up with something. Yeah. And then you hear in the background the train whistle, and you can hear it for a while. Like what I, the eat, fuck? And yeah, they're just they're just rooting around in her car. Did yeah. they have like a giant like curled mustache yeah, right. where they were like yeah. waxing and being like, Wah, ha, 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 ha. yeah, for real, yeah. And so then, by the time one of the officers like realizes or at least acknowledges that a train is about to hit this car, she kind of turns around and she goes, "Oh fuck!" And there's about fifteen seconds maybe between when she realizes and when the train actually hits, and nobody tries to do anything. They yeah. run away. What? None of the yeah. cops try to do anything. They don't even open the door for her. What? So that she can at least like have a shot at getting out. Yep. So this woman was... It, it also sounds maybe like they forgot which patrol car they put her in or something. Could be, yeah. And, and they're like... Uh, um, but when they call yeah. it in, they say... they. So the, when they call it in, the first thing that they yeah. say to dispatch is a police cruiser has been hit yeah. by a train. train. Yeah, that's and then what they say. the second time... They clarify that the there suspect... There was a human being the, in it. They just say the suspect, too. The suspect was in the car. Yeah. So then, guess what happens after that? The woman. They go back dead? to searching her car. She's not dead. She doesn't die. Yeah. But we'll get to that. As uh, After the train has hit the car, the cops go back to her car and search it. And guess what they magically find on a second search of the car? Uh, the gun that a they were gun looking for? in the center console that they apparently didn't find the fir- on the first search, even though it was in the center console. So, and I mean, like it's worth say- worth saying that, like, well, I mean, like the way that they say it is like, "There's your gun." 
there's your gun. That's, that's what, yep. That, that's that's gun. the last thing you hear in the, in the audio is, there's your gun. That so, was so hard to find in the center console that they didn't hear a fucking train coming. And also, like, once again, going back to my original comment, like, TSA are like cops, sort of. Like, they have guns issued to them, right? Like, no, I, no, no, TSA no, do not no, have guns. no, no. Oh, I guess I, I'm just inventing the memory of seeing them strapped at the airports. No, it, well, no, I, I, I would say TSA is more like the DMV with the ability to to, to detain you if yeah. you have too much shampoo. Yeah, like. TSA is not. I mean, I feel, all they have the. I feel like anybody out like operating a um, security checkpoint should be like ready for the worst case of what they find. Well, they're go- they're <laughs> you know? always cops, like everywhere. Oh, at a, when you so, check when so you check the, in, those just aren't TSA. They probably, uh, yeah. No, they're cops. Yeah. Oh, okay. No, they're, okay. they're cops. Yeah, like, like at, I think they're usually uh, sheriff. Yeah, yeah, I was gonna say at Albany International, it's it's the county, county Albany sheriff, County Sheriff. Yeah. Uh, yeah, which they always have like a, a usefully parked cruiser, like. Right there, just like in the drop-off lane, which is empty. That's really helpful. Yeah. Wild. Yeah. So the woman survived. I think she broke something like nine ribs, an arm. She had multiple like skull fractures. She was she was fucked up. Last I saw, they were describing her as quote able to communicate, which is like blink. If somebody is describing you as able to communicate, that doesn't sound. Yeah, you're pretty far. That doesn't sound yeah. good. Um, and so Jesus she was Christ. she was in critical condition. Where was but, this? Um, this was it in... It looked like it was out west or something. It was in Colorado. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. But then there's another one. Okay. This one's in Seattle. Where... Uh, Speaking of move, bitch, get out the way. Yeah, right. Yeah, is it, uh, this... Um, <laughs> she made a TikTok. This fucking Barbie bitch. Yeah. Oh, my God. It's I. Just, it's just like all these... It, and there, it was a woman in the um uh, uh uh as a police officer in this other one too. So just like an, just w- women cops behaving badly. Yeah, I, you guys were ne- were never meant to hold a no. Hold she should they co- should have become nurses instead. They can be yeah. just as big a bitches in that field and probably make more money. <laughs> oh, no, no. <laughs> there's, there's a joke that always goes around once in a while where it's like the, there's a type of woman that at one point in her life chooses between uh RN and cop. <laughs> and she is the same woman. Yeah. Whatever she picks. <laughs> same Shout out to our nurse friends out yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. All praise due to the nurses doing the uh, thankless and critical. Yeah. Look, my uh, aunt is a nurse. A lot of these care. nurses are fucking assholes. And I bet any of our nurse listeners will agree. My aunt is also a nurse, an RN in a uh, jail. Yeah, she's great. Yeah, and she's great. She, I, I, I talk to her sometimes and she'll, she'll be like, um, no, it's the, the, the inmates are fine. It's my coworkers. I hate my coworkers. They're they're the meanest, terrible people I've ever the met. The first people who will yeah. complain about nurses yeah. are nurses, yeah, for sure. Hurt people, oh, hurt people. Yeah. Hurt people, hurt yeah. people. Well, no, it wasn't. Her, it's the guards. She hates. Oh, you know, okay. Yeah, inmates are fine. They're, Still applies. Yeah, yeah. In fact, they protect the inmates. She says that the inmates protect her more than her coworkers do. Oh, he's like someone will. You know, it's like you know, as a nurse, you know, like if someone throws something at you, they're having some sort of mental break or whatever, and it's all the other inmates that are like, "You do not hit Nurse Annette." (laughs) 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 You know, they like grab them and stuff. Yeah, yeah. But but this one that we keep teeing up that we still haven't mentioned yet is yes, right? Is is she? Um, she seems like you know she's got all she's all kitted out. Like, uh, like they usually are. And she's just like doing a TikTok about how like you have to get the fuck out of the way. Get the fuck out of the way. 
Yeah, if, if a cop is behind you on the get highway, the fuck out of the way. get the fuck out of the way. Get the fuck out of the way. And she's so irritating. She's so fucking irritating. And she's like, I can go 90 miles an hour. You can't. You can't. Get the fuck out of the way. Hell, I can't. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, I can ride a ZRX. Yeah, it really, it really just seems like there's something, like, she got pissed off at something happening, like, some sort of interaction on the road and decide to pull over and make this TikTok instead yeah. of like aerating someone, I guess. Hey, you know, which, it, you know, it, it, it's harm reduction. Props. TikTok is harm reduction. Yeah. It's, yeah. You know, choosing nonviolence, waking up, yeah. having a big bowl of nonviolence. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'd love to see it. I also like that there are stickers seemingly like meant for cops to do TikToks where like it's a badge that says police that is like superimposed over her actual badge number yeah. that like follows her as she, like you know sort of sassily tells people get the fuck out of the way yeah that's so terrible so yeah 10 hours probation 10 hours uh yeah, 10 hours like, leave which is it's like a fi- it's like a fine out of your paycheck that's probably lower than what she gave to like any one person that day for speeding i mean it's right i don't even it's i don't see how it's even a fine like you just don't work one day it's not like was it paid suspension? Well, Did I mean, get like is a that day like vacation? taken away from you forever, or does your Friday just now become a Tuesday? Like, well, I mean, yeah, what every, every well, day is taken away from like, you? Like, was forever. she even working the next day? I mean, well, I guess what I mean is like by a suspension, I assume that means like you don't get paid for a specific part of time. I guess I assumed that it's like they saw this at four p.m. on Tuesday, and they were like, "All right, ten hour suspension. We'll see you at." For your 4 a.m. shift. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Did you guys like, ever get suspended from school? Yeah, yeah I got, like, yeah, I got ISS a couple of times. You know, day off. Oh, no, I got in, so, wa- in school watching, suspension. Watching I, never got, no. I never got out of school suspension, no. No, no, I, I didn't. They it, didn't do out of school suspension very much at my school. Yeah. It was mostly in school suspension. Yeah. The only the only time I, I, I got really in trouble, I was, I was pissed off that a bunch of... Um, it was something about a club where, like... Uh, no one told me that the that the meeting had been canceled or something. I couldn't get. I couldn't. I was, it was going to be hard for me to find a ride home. I was just like annoyed at everyone. And I. Uh, it was after school. I thought the entire place was empty, and I kicked open a door, like nice. like like my foot like <gasps> on the push bar. Like, my God! Kicked it open, and there was a security guard on the opposite end. That I almost hit with the door. Oh shit! And the, and uh, yeah, I got detention pretty quickly after that mm. well, so it was like after school detention or yeah okay yeah glad that uh security officer didn't uh make it a kinetic situation yeah no no the, <laughs> also a big, big bull of non-violence in the morning no yeah. all the Breakfast security champions. guards at my high school were like 20 year olds that hit on the girls that's all they did that's fucking disgusting yeah it was disgusting it was really gross that's yeah, bad yeah they were, they were they were all like disgusting dudes that uh um the other, the only other time with a security guard in high school was I, I was trying to find where we met for PE on the first day. I was out on the, uh, bat, or the, um, the football field and I couldn't find anyone. And he was like sitting in a golf cart. I was like, do you know where PE is? And he's like, no, better run or you'll be late. And I was like, okay. And he goes, no, run. And then he started chasing me with the golf cart. <laughs> I think you've told this story Yeah, before. yeah, and I had to, like, I was running running away with my gigantic nerdy backpack, and, like, he's, like, chasing me with the golf cart, like, laughing. And I don't I know like, why that I was, find that so funny. Yeah, I think, no, I, I'm, I'm, sure, I'm sure it was really funny. you got funny a smile on your face. <laughs> yeah, no, I, 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 God, I hated high school so much. So, speaking of viral TikToks. <laughs> oh, yeah. 
there's this woman named Tara Rule who created, um, who made a TikTok about her frustrations, her her agony, her her absolute like um, torture of being denied a medication to treat her cluster headaches uh, because she could possibly get pregnant and it could possibly harm a fetus that she could possibly have inside her body. Brittany, this must be happening in some sort of uh, um, heinous red state uh, covered in religion and orange man signs, right? This is happening in Glens Falls, which is about a 35-minute drive away. My goodness. Yeah. Are you telling me that here in blue states... Where uh, we believe in science and that uh, women are humans and so on and so forth, that this yes, could David. happen? Even here. Oh, even my here God. Even here it can happen. I know, oh it's horrifying. Gosh. So, she has a condition called Ehlers-Danlos syndrome. I don't know if I'm saying that right, but that's what it is. And um, I'd be very rude to the syndrome if you mispronounce like- <laughs> its name. <laughs> my apologies to the syndrome if I've mispronounced your name. But she says it took her like 10 years to even get this diagnosis. Because of how rare it is. Yes. Yeah. And cluster headaches are like debilitating. It is, it is debilitating. I have had maybe two or three what could be called cluster headaches ever in my life and it's like it's a pain so sharp and like ever present that you all you can think about is getting rid of it and she said that it's made her suicidal many times and that is very true for lots of people with chronic pain especially like a chronic intense pain i mean i remember i had an abscess once if if anybody's ever had like serious dental problems I had an abscess one night, like I just woke up in the middle of the night and it was like that. I mean, in the blink of an eye, all I could think about was the pain in my mouth to the point where I was ready to get like a pair of pliers and rip this tooth out of my mouth. Jesus, you're going to go old boy on yourself. I was, yeah. Oh my God, I was so desperate. I was so Ugh. desperate. All I could Ugh. do was just sit and like rock back and forth and hold my mouth and like Ugh. pray that it would go away. So I can only imagine what this woman goes through with these regular cluster headaches. And there's a highly effective medication that treats this syndrome and treats these headaches, but it has a very high risk of causing birth defects. And so this woman has been told by doctors in the at the um, Malta Hospital, Malta Med Emergency Care, that um, they will not prescribe her this this drug specifically because she is a fertile woman of childbearing age. She has said that she well, will bring in her partner who will get a vasectomy. She has said that she will go on birth control. She will do whatever it takes. You know what their response to her was when she said that her partner would, would be willing to get a vasectomy? Uh, no. What was it? They said, well, what if you got raped? What okay, if you so... wanted to bring your rapist child to term? <laughs> yeah. Wouldn't you be, considered real, be, be real uh, uh, egg on your face there? Wow. If you... Uh, this in, yeah. in in New York State. Wow. Yeah. So Glenn, the the people at Glens Falls Hospital call, contacted all of the hospitals in Albany County. This is according to her, and said that she live streamed her visit, which is not what she did. She did record audio from it and she put it on TikTok, um, so that she could prove to someone that these doctors were telling her that she couldn't have this medication because she's can bear a child, and they have now all blacklisted her. All of the hospitals in the larger Albany area have blacklisted this woman, so she can't even go to get evaluations for the syndrome. How is that even possible or legal? Like, 
isn't that breaking like the whole Hippocratic Oath thing? Like the idea of like 86ing a potential patient from a whole network of like, you know, emergency treatment facilities because of an alleged live streaming. Like that literally sounds criminal. Well, I'm not an expert in this area. So um, maybe somebody will comment and uh, tell me that I'm wrong. But and if if so, please do. But Hippocratic Oath is not legally binding. Um, from what I understand, if a patient has a problem with the way that a doctor has cared for them, and it's not like extreme negligence, like, um, you know, a, a violent act, I shouldn't even say extreme negligence, if it's not a violent act, then their only recourse is through civil courts. Like, it's not an issue of criminal law. There's no law that requires doctors to prescribe the drugs that a patient wants them to prescribe. Yeah. In New York State, you can also <clears throat> make a complaint to the Department of Health, which I've done before. Like, I, there's, I've gone to a uh, an office that um, just was really dirty and looked very uh, weird. And then, like, they offered to do the they they offered to do the procedure quicker if I paid them in cash. Uh, and I was and and I was like, no, I'm going to leave now. <laughs> yeah. uh, and 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 they uh, got shut down. Um, uh, well, they they uh, uh, they I, I submitted the complaint. It was definitely followed through with, and then I got a letter a while ago from that office because it, it, they just sent a letter to everyone that they had a file for and said we are closing due to increased costs of doing business. <laughs> yeah, so yeah. yeah, so um, so I mean, I guess you could also go that route, but if but that that that, that that's like me. Uh, you know, like complaining about, I I think important stuff, obviously, but like clearly, we don't live in a country where this is going to matter. Yeah, and also uh, it, within New York state law, correct me if I'm wrong, but you only need the permission of one of the parties, which can yeah. be yourself, yeah, to do party. a recording. Yeah. yeah, so she didn't break any laws either. The hospital has no overt policies about recording anything in there. Um. There's no rule against patients recording themselves and their interactions. I, I, I just feel like there's some criminal thing here wherein a, a hospital administrator 86 a, a patient from a whole network of emergency clinics, like, over basically, like, PR, like, trying to, like, cover it's, their ass. Like Most of these are Catholic hospitals. They have the right to refuse service to anybody they want. They're so not. They're up. under no legal obligation. Do you remember when we had Vermin Supreme on? Yeah, yeah. And he said, he <gasps> suggested that instead of single payer, we should go back to the religious hospital model <laughs> and religions providing health care to everybody. Yeah, yeah. That, this, is the, this is exactly that, the that, only thing that I could that think be. of when yeah, he that, said. That was, that, that was a big oof. He's like, well, you know, the... Market should provide. Uh, yeah, I'm trying, I'm trying to think the guy that that wears a boot on his head might not have followed through, uh, like thought through a lot of policy. Um, uh, in, in, in case anyone wants to, uh, um, his heart was in the right place. Yeah, yeah. Uh. If anyone wants to unactionably follow up on, on this, Doctor Jonathan Brayman is the is this uh, person's doctor, and they practice at 100 Park Street in Glens Falls, New York. Yeah. So. If you want it to don't do tell him we sent you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, apparently he's had like several complaints from former patients about being like very dismissive in a sexist kind of way, making making patients cry. Like yeah, he's been really um, really cruel to a lot of women that he treats. Yeah. And Sounds like this guy should get eighty sixth. I agree. 
Um, into space. And he even told her he repeatedly cited the overturning of Roe for why he couldn't prescribe her the medication. So that's particularly interesting, right? Is because, you know, Roe was a federal, it was a Supreme Court ruling that put a limit on the kinds of laws that states could pass. So without Roe, that means that states can pass certain restrictive anti-abortion laws, right? But New York has not passed any any anti-reproductive rights laws. No, in fact, like, they've passed uh, pro-reproductive rights laws in the face of the uh, Dobbs decision. Yes. So, you know, it's kind of wild that, like... It doesn't matter. It do- it does, yeah, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. <laughs> you can be a yeah. religious zealot, you know, in New York State and still, you know, refuse to uh, give someone life-altering uh, and improving medication because they hypothetically could bring a rapist baby to term. Yeah. Well, you know, I... So I've never had anything that tantamount to this happened to me. But I think that most women probably have some kind of story similar, which is so like a couple this sometime over the summer, I went to the ER for what was ultimately diagnosed simply as irrepressible vomiting. Um, I Were just, you scrumming? I, I wasn't screaming while doing it, but I was, I woke she up. Like, if she wanted to, if she <laughs> I don't know. I think it would have been hard. I woke up at like seven you o'clock that try. morning. I don't think I did try. I think I cried a lot, but I don't think I screamed. It's not the same. I woke up at like seven in the morning and I just didn't stop vomiting. And every, I would take like a mouthful of water That's down so and I would throw it up. That's and so I'm rough. on a medic medication that dehydration can be very dangerous. Oh my God. Um, and so I go, it was a horrible visit overall nobody believed me that i knew what i all i needed was an iv and an anti-nausea medication and and then if i can get those two things then we can talk about everything else but i need to get those two things right now to the point where the nurse was like i I said i could go into like acute lithium toxicity if i if i get any more dehydrated i had a tremor which is the first sign like my hands were shaking and she's like who told you that and i'm like my doctor doctor who gave me the lithium obviously like who do you who do you think told me that a man on the street, <laughs> like yeah, healthcare providers are so yeah. like, uh, you know, ready to be triggered by WebMD self-diagnosis. Oh, God, yeah. Yeah, Absolutely. Yeah. So anyway, after like four hours, I finally get what I need and I have to do this exam with a doctor before they'll let me go. And the doctor's like, you know, uh, are you, do you, are you sure if you're not pregnant? And I'm like, no, I'm not pregnant. And he's like, is there any possibility that you could be pregnant? And I'm like, no, there's no possibility. And he's like, well, what are you using for birth control? But all these very invasive questions. And then at the very end, he goes, well, if you do become, you know, it's possible that you'll discover that you're pregnant in the next few days. If that happens, I want you to call me. And I just looked at him and I was like, buddy, if I find out I'm pregnant, <laughs> I'm not calling you. Yeah. And he was like, oh, okay. Well, I mean, sure. If you have like a, you know, um, general practitioner that you'd rather call. And I'm like, I ain't calling her either. I'm like, I'm not, I'm not keeping a fetus. And he looks at me. I'll never forget it. And he goes, well, I guess that's your choice. And then he walked out of the room and it was so and fucking he's so chilling. disappointed that it's your choice. It, it, and it was, it, he might as well have said, unfortunately it's your choice or for now it's your, ch-. it was so chilling. Yeah. His, his fist so clenched that he, yeah. he, he's trembling as he yeah. goes. And so then the on the door. other side of it, this is, and then I'll, and then we can move on from my like personal medical stories, but I went to a midwife for gynecology and I'm, you know, to giving her like some womanly complaints, you know, my periods are bad, whatever. And she wants me to get an IUD. I'm like, I'm not interested in getting an IUD. Um, and she like got like, she took it like personally as if she's like the inventor of the IUD. And I was like, I'm just not, I, there's a lot of side effects that I don't think I would tolerate well. 
And she looks at me and she goes, well, I guess that's your choice. And I was like, what? It was like the opposite, you know? So you really can't win in, in the medical, no. um, in the medical field. So I feel like when it comes to reproductive health, um, doctors take like a huge, uh, you know, departure from their otherwise like professional, like, you know, credulous, uh, behavior. Like I remember I went to an urgent care once because I had a, uh, uh, what do you call it? Like a urinary tract infection. And, uh, I was like, Hey, I'm pretty sure I have urinary tract infection. And he's like, Oh no, no, you have an STD. And I was like, I don't think I do. <laughs> I think I just have a UTI. And he's like, no, it's like 99% chance you have an STD. And I was like, uh, okay, well, it's because give me he the saw test you were off. zaddy and he was like, this yeah, guy right. fucks too yeah, much. Yeah. You just have a urinary tract infection. Yeah. So I was like, uh, all right, give me the test doc. Right. So, you know, they do the, this like really invasive like STD test thing, which fucking whoops. Uh, yeah, yeah. Outside the context of this audio program, uh, but anyway, uh, you know, I wait like a half hour, and he comes back with the results, and he goes, "All right, I got uh, good news and bad news." I'm like, "All right, hit me with the bad news." He your goes, "Dick is gonna fall off. Your dick's gonna fall off." <laughs> yeah, right. He straight up tells me, "No, what? No." Yeah, he straight up tells me that my dick's gonna fall off within Dude. within the next several weeks. What? And then I I go, "Okay, what's the good news?" He's like, "That was a lie." <laughs> I was oh like, my God. you're a doctor. Wow. You were a doctor. Cool. Like, is, that what <laughs> is, is he expecting me to go, oh, thank God, some levity to the situation? Like, He's like, hey, I'll be here all week, you know, Jesus tip your waiters. <laughs> that, uh, that is a special kind of, no, sorry, finish. You know, th- yeah. That's it. That's the story. It's just, you know, like, I think urgent care doctors yeah. especially are just like, yeah. take a lot of liberties in their um, artistic, uh, you know, freedom. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I had a, uh, an uh, ER. Also, his dick did fall off. It's true. Yeah. yeah. Hey, yeah. Dude, but it grew hey, back, so, yeah, yeah. you know, no That's a HIPAA. <laughs> I had yeah. an ER was, I'm, nurse. I'm joking. Chris had gonorrhea. Yes. <laughs> yeah. it, it actually was. It was an STD. No, it, 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 it turned out to actually be a UTI. And then so I was like, all right, so like, uh, you guys going to prescribe anything? He's like, cranberry juice. Go I'm like, yourself. really? He's like, yep. And then, you know, sure enough, it did the trick. You can yeah. take the pills too. I've taken the pills. Yeah. They were oh, yeah? well. Yeah. I had a, an ER nurse tell me that I had an STD in yeah. front of David. Yeah. Like... <laughs> that's wild which you know i guess if you're not worried about me getting the shit beat out of me when i go home sure tell that to a woman in front of her husband but uh and he yeah, did i did um i beat the shit no it turned out i had a cyst i had a cyst like I, it was just it's fucked up it's crazy these I, people are out here acting bad and there is something they're doing their best okay yeah some of them best. are <laughs> some of them are doing their worst on purpose i think there's something not spoken about off about like how men get treated in the healthcare industry where like they they, they get believed uh, a lot more mm-hmm. i think but they also get like ah fucking get over it a lot too walk it off yeah and especially with and there is a a, a um appreciable and like measurable um tendency with black men that they don't get treatment because they just assume like that they have a higher pain tolerance or that, well, and also that they're not people. Right. And, the, and really bad health, health outcomes from black men for, there's uh, still a very for, widely for held myth yeah. in medicine that black people have higher pain tolerances yeah. than white yeah, people, like, which has been proven to be not true many times. Why would it be true? <laughs> yeah, right. Well, and if it yeah. was true, then you should take their complaint even more seriously. Right, yeah, because like, like, if wow, they it, say it hurts, then wow, it must be really bad. Yeah, like, right. You would think, right. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it, I don't know. There is something like under 
studied, I think, in general about like men's health and like the ability of like doc. I, I don't, yeah, doctors to like believe men. No, but <laughs> I, I think it, in in general, there's like some sort of really perverse. I know we have listeners that work in the healthcare profession, and there's like this really I, it seems to be like this perverse like self reinforcing system where we the the in America at least where we we don't well I guess in other countries where they don't fund the healthcare enough mm-hmm. at the state level that like you have these people that are just like burnt out beat down to shit and then you have people that do come in that are like I saw on WebMD that I have like brain cancer and and because I have the sniffles you know and shit yeah. and 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 so you just see that day in day out day in day out with no help whatsoever and then um and so, of course, like, yeah, you're going to treat people like shit, and then people get treated like shit, and so then they don't uh, trust their doctors, and then, so then they they only come when, like, something's really bad, and, and you know, right? And it's just, like, it's a, it's, like, awful uh, self-reinforcing system. Yeah. Uh, where, yeah. But, al- but also that one doctor in Glens Falls should eat shit and die. Yeah. 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 They should yeah. be deep, debarred, what's... Disbarred, disdoctored. Uh, yeah. They should not be allowed to be a doctor anymore. Yeah. They should be fed to a hippo. Yeah, breaking Ooh. their oath. Yeah, yeah. I like yeah. that. Yeah. Hippos are vicious. Most dangerous animal. Hungry, hungry. <laughs> <laughs> so good luck to Tara. I hope she fucking finds yeah. somebody who's willing to give her this yeah. drug. Right. Oh, and, and the last thing I'll say about it, too, is that they gave the drug that they gave her. It has um, has like serious side effects for, you know, the hum- the adult human taking it. Right. Yeah. We so, can talk about that so too. Yeah. They're giving her a drug that is more dangerous for her because the drug that is safer for her and more effective for her illness could be dangerous to a hypothetical as uh, as fetus. as of yet non-existent fetus. Undesired that fetus. she would not even keep. Yeah. Jesus Christ. And this is it's something we hinted at but didn't mention also is that um uh you know St. Peter's is like the largest healthcare provider in the region. So you know like if you're if you're a capital region listener, you know like move your chair in closer even though you're listening on headphones, you know, it'll work. Right. Um, <laughs> and, uh, uh, you know, like St. Peter's has been gobbling up all these smaller healthcare uh, providers. They, they've, all, uh, the, you know, like even like independent doctor's offices are now becoming like these like St. Peter's uh, like health center fucking things. Like we go to one and um, I, I went for a checkup like, a year and a half ago or something. And they're like, uh, St. Peter's got rid of our phlebotomist. So, uh, I need to do blood work, but like, I, like, I just have to give you basically a prescription for a test to go somewhere else to get the blood work. And then they'll send it to me. And then like, I'll message you in this like shitty app to like say whether or not you're dying or whatever. (laughs) Plus we're using Theranos. Yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like it's worse for everyone except for the owner of the hospital system who I, I guess at some point sees a bottom line difference by making everyone else like work harder, including the patient. And that um and yeah, now St. Peter's is also gonna like they're they're in talks to merge with Ellis Hospital out in Schenectady County. Uh they've already bought up um hospitals uh north of us in Saratoga County. And 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 then the only other one is um, Albany Medical Center, which 
is also consolidating. So it's just yeah, these yeah, two doing human trafficking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you, yeah, so you get to choose between like the Catholic Opus Day freaks <laughs> or or the or the Filipina uh, uh, human traffickers. Those are your choices. <laughs> Those are your only two choices for Look, healthcare. And that's why we love we have the best healthcare system in the world because we have choice. Yeah, right. That's a good point. Because you have choice. Look, David, do you have to wait six weeks as opposed to five weeks to see a specialist? No, you don't. That's Canadian shit. <laughs> right. Yeah, that's a good point. That's we don't have point. to do that in this country. Yeah, yeah. yeah they ration health care. Yeah. Disgusting. <laughs> we irration health care. Nice. Ooh, good dig. Wow. Uh, David, it's your wildflower. Okay. You got to tell us yeah, about it. All right. You picked it. You got to report back on it. What's tell us the about big- these huge birds. Yeah. What's the biggest bird you've ever seen? Um... Probably a bald eagle. Definitely an egret. Ooh, yeah. Or a great heron. No, I saw yeah. a great heron when I was tripping on acid once, and it was fucking wild. Hell yeah. How it close? It was so cool. Like, like probably seven feet away. That's wild. And it snagged a fish out of the water. What? Like, yeah, so it, we were sitting on, so when we went to New College, we were sitting on the, the this wall uh, that went over the bay, and it was night, and it all the lights in the on the other side of the bay looked like stars. It was one of the most beautiful things I've ever seen. And out of nowhere, this great heron just like walks in front of us and it's walking very slowly and deliberately. And then it stops and it's like, like still a stone. And then it just like, like dips its head into the water and pulls this fish out and then takes off flying like, like three feet above the water, just kind of like, um, like gliding. Oh, it was so cool. That's majestic as fuck. And then a bunch of spiders fell out of the palm trees on the way back. And I'm not a hundred percent sure that those were real, but it was scary, nonetheless. <laughs> okay, well, the California condor is way bigger than that thing. It's bigger than a great heron? Yes. It is the How? largest bird in North America. How big is it? It's, it, it average wingspan is uh, more than 10 feet. What? Jesus, yeah. that's like a pterodactyl. Yeah, it's like a ten, it was like, or like nine and a half, ten feet, something like as an average that's, wingspan of a California crazy. condor. Yeah. Um, they were... Um, at one point, the most endangered they ever that they were in the eighties, there were twenty two of them. Holy shit, twenty two! Yeah, uh, and uh, they they reduced in population not necessarily because of hunting of the condor, but because of hunting of their food sources, their scavengers. Oh. Um, but uh, it, and so they would often uh, eat things that had been shot, and they were dying of lead poisoning. What? Wow, that's that's, that's wild. really gnarly. Yeah, yeah. So they die of lead poisoning. They used to go from the Baja Peninsula all the way up to uh, British Columbia. It's just like the entire Pacific coast of North America, and then they basically uh, disappeared to base to pretty much just you know like uh, northeast of LA. <laughs> it's pretty much like the the only spot that they that they had only left. Place they could find non lead filled carrier. Yeah, yeah. Did we stop using lead in our bullets or something? Uh, I think California. Well, yeah, Cal. You know, right? You you get all those um those products and it says only in California. Is yeah, this prop is known five, to, yeah, yeah, prop known eleven, to cause, whatever uh, it is. Health defects. That's always fucking cool. It's like, yeah, I'm not in California. So this doesn't cause cancer. Yeah, I'm for fine. Me. Yeah, that's why, why would also, I ever... Literally everything says that, though. Like, yeah. you're, you buy a fucking air conditioner and it says yeah. that. Like... Yeah, like, why would I move to... Ca- <laughs> why, would I, why would anyone move to California? Everything gives you cancer there. <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. Um, yeah, so it's a... Uh, uh, so that now they, they've done this um, uh, 
project to uh, raise them in captivity and release them. And uh, and it's actually, it's out of Boise, Idaho. Hell that, yeah. That, that they do it, yeah. Uh, and it's it, the uh, the Peregrine Fund is uh, doing its 27th annual public California condor release. Aren't yeah. peregrines uh, tiny? Yeah, well, yeah, I, they, let's you just know, they, name the fund. They've branched you think out. They're just allies. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, yeah, I think I think they're 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 like you know they've Ret- got a, they 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 got a you know it's this nonprofit brain. They're like ah, oh, the peregrines are okay now. I gotta gotta. Get I like to think it's birds. like that porn scene of the giant lady and the little lady. <laughs> <laughs> but it's birds yeah yeah okay yeah all right. it's that's, like that that's all yeah, yeah thanks. no that's great there was actually a live stream uh and i'll throw the, the link in the show notes um uh for the release and it's pretty cool it's yeah. like they, yeah. they oh, talk cool. all about you know the the details of the life of the condor and they got this like robotic cage that they open and uh the, the birds fly off it's pretty fucking sick yeah Aww. Uh, Condor Reintroduction Program Director uh, Tim Hawk said, <laughs> "It's actually Hauk, H A U C K." I think he should go by Hawk. Yeah, yeah. I think that's clearly. Uh, yeah, he says we currently have 113 California condors flying the skies of northern Arizona and southern Utah. Utah. We're excited that the population continues to grow and are monitoring several nests with young birds that have hatched in the wild this year. So that's uh, which is that's a obviously a big fucking deal. As of May twenty twenty two, there are one hundred and thirteen condors in the wild in the rugged canyon country of northern Arizona, southern Utah. I think I just said that. Why did they put that twice in the same press release? That come on, you know, it's stick, filler. It's, stick you to know. birds, all right. <laughs> Peregrine Fund, like you're not 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 great writers. That's all I'm gonna say. But no, it's great. They're. Yeah. Uh, Congrats, this Condors. Is, yeah, this is also one, of, also another one of those situations where you have to remember that BLM stands for Bureau of Land Management. Mm, yes. in, in this yep. case, it is not like... Um, I think they should or, have to change. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Bureau of Terra Management. Yeah, yeah. Or man- Bureau of Management of Land. Just like switch... Land it. Management Bureau. Yeah. LMB. Yeah, there you go, that one. Let's just do that. Okay. They should just call themselves Black Lives Matter, but still do the same <laughs> job function that they used to do. <laughs> All, right. All right. Well, yeah. thank you so much for listening to this episode of Iron Reads. Hope you enjoyed it. Um, we're about to record an episode on how the rich try to defeat death. Mm-hmm. And we're going to go through everything from those weird bougie spas to vampirism to uh, apocalypse bunkers and everything in between. It's going to be a great time. So if you want to hear it, you can head on over to patreon.com slash ironweeds. And for as little as a dollar a month, you get access to the two bonus episodes that we do a month. So go check that out. Hell yeah. And uh, uh, I'm going to plug the uh, Discord, actually, if that if that's okay. Uh, sure, yeah. Yeah, because uh, I'm reading a book called Ministry of the Future, and I really want to talk about it with people. So okay. if anybody wants to read that book and uh, discuss it, um, you know, hit us up on uh, our email or our Instagram or our Twitter, and we'll send you an invite to the Discord. Yeah, and sure. uh, we can discuss. It could uh, use some fresh, some fresh blood. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's, so it lives forever. Yeah, <laughs> I tr- I'm trying to get more active on there too. I'm really bad about not using the Discord enough. Yeah, but. we need some parabiosis for the Discord. <laughs> Very nice parabiosis. All right, uh, and in the meantime, you can find us on Twitter, Ironweedspod. You can find us on Instagram, Ironweedspod, and send us an email. Why don't you for our Discord at Ironweedspod at, at gmail.com. Gmail.
Thank you so much. We love you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Peace. Oh, poor little karma. Has to be put on the floor. She loves oh. being cuddled. Baltimore, Washington. Is that his name? I think that's his name. Because I always remember thinking what a weird name it was. What did he invent? Something to do with roads? Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> no, he... um. He uh, he he d- he uh, did Prospect Park like he was a, a, a ah. landscape architect. And oh he, yeah, yeah, he was the first black graduate of RPI. Yeah, and um, and, and and he he did the uh, the Prospect Park where that the gazebo. I'm gonna be a hardliner and say it's a gazebo. <laughs> um, the octagon. A gazebo yeah. has like railings around it though. Yeah, and this, seats inside. This has no. It's no a bad. Such it's a bad gazebo. Like it sucks. <laughs> it's a piece of shit. Like, I don't, it's I don't it's a concrete floor, eight posts, and a little roof. I flew my drone through that once. Oh really? Yeah. Oh, that's cool. I don't think this guy's name is Baltimore Washington because I can't find it anywhere. <laughs>